0: right welcome back to we gotta talk about we are back cheers 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 i just knocked my mic over oh it's okay it's cool
1: that's a little limited (laughs) preview of all the shenanigans it's taken us to get started today you guys we literally we were scheduled to start 35 minutes ago and we were on time but um caitlin's millennial technical difficulties prevail once again
0: (laughs) and i'm drinking a glass of red wine yeah, I was going to ask what you're drinking. I'm drinking some spiked um, cider. I put some some spiced rum in there. It's so good. Yeah, Maya just played bartender. So proud of her for, you know, her palate. You know, I just throw, I actually just throw rum in everything because I'm Caribbean. So I just have like excess bottles of rum. You know what's so funny is my dad is just that man loves him some rum.
1: Like a rum and coke is his jam. And they, it's like rum and Crown Royal is what seems to be flowing through my parents' house. Lately.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, literally
1: me. Yeah, but I'm just I'm having a glass of red. I don't know. It's a Merlot and a Cab. It's decent. I'm gonna let it breathe for a little bit. She's a little blend. It's a little blend. My mom sent me like six bottles of wine because I'm her favorite only daughter, and so <laughs> I've been going
0: through them. And this is my second to last one, so it's been a great experience. But welcome back! I'm so excited to be back. I've missed me too. I've my whole us. like routine <laughs> just doesn't even exist without this podcast. To be honest, like. Yes, ma'am. I totally It's such a huge part of my week. Yes.
1: I felt like for the last we both felt like it'd been like two months since we've recorded and I figured out it's barely been a little over a month.
0: It's been just over a month. Well, because we record before we put out episodes too. Yes. And so like we did technically I think we stopped recording like at the end of September. Yeah. But then we still had more episodes.
1: Right. So we were just promoting on social media, but we weren't actually recording yet anymore at that point. But it's okay. We're back. So excited to be back with you guys for this, I guess, a
0: little mini special episode before we dive back in. We just wanted to do like a little mini post-election episode. There's just like so many things going on right now. Like so this much. week is Transgender Awareness Week. I saw that. Yes, um, yes. It's also Indigenous Heritage Month. There's also been like hurricanes just like ravaging Central America and the Caribbean. So, yeah, there's just, like, so much happening, and then, like, along with that, we had an election last week, just, like, real casual. Super um, casual. last week? Oh, it was the week before. Yeah. yeah. So two and weeks ago, we had an election.
1: So let's just say that, you guys. Two weeks ago, we had an election, and today, today, earlier this morning, Donald D. Trump literally tweeted, I want the election. And on Twitter, it has a little Google blurb that says, officials... Do not coincide with this information.
0: Yeah, so I actually, um, I have him fully muted because, you know, I'm trying sure. to keep my sanity. <laughs> um, <laughs> despite society wanting me to lose my shit constantly. Um, so I have had him muted forever. I like honestly kind of stopped watching the news probably three years ago. I can't right. like from either side, like I don't care if it's like a so-called liberal news media or whatever Fox news. Like it doesn't matter to me. Like I'll watch little snippets here and there and like read articles just to see like what each side is saying. Cause like they're all fucking crazy to me. Um, right. But I did go on his page because um, Natasha Rothwell, who's from insecure. Yes, ma'am. Um, she, she tweets at Donald Trump, basically telling him he's trash pretty much every day, every day. And And so I went on his Twitter and I saw that like every single one of his tweets the past two weeks or so has just been like Twitter cannot verify like that this information is credible or like this is not true or something like that, right? Yes, ma'am. Them little (laughs) beautiful blue
1: words they put on tweets now. Because even now, um, if you try to retweet like a CNN article and you didn't click on it. Twitter will literally give you a notification like, would you like oh, to read the article? Yeah, would you, article you like to read the article? You read it? And I'm like, oh, it only took y'all, you know, 10 years of existing right. to finally, you know, force people to do the hard work of clicking an article and reading the body of the work. But, you know.
0: So ridiculous.
1: But yeah, you guys, we had an election two weeks ago. And I guess technically, we have a president elect, but technically, the current president thinks it's all bullshit. And they just had a million MAGA march in D.C.
0: Yep, they that was in. about.
1: I think the total number they said was less than twenty thousand people actually showed up for their million maga march. Um, I don't know, you guys. I there there are people from my high school that I have the same high school diploma as them who went off to college and are nurses who are still posting on their Instagram that the election is fake and that it doesn't make any sense that CNN turned Arizona back to gray. And I was like, sweetheart, and this was a few days ago. This girl was mad that CNN's map had Arizona gray because she was looking at the projected map. She wasn't, you know, actually looking at the official map. She didn't realize there was four to five maps on CNN's website that change colors depending on what. So this is America. I mean, this is the world we live in, unfortunately, that there are a lot of people who are thoroughly convinced all of this was just a hoax, fraud, huge implication on like federal grounds and every municipal court has told him like you're an idiot this yeah, is not
0: he's he's been bringing um cases up in various courts since like <laughs> november 3rd literally
1: um, um and, and it's so funny stuff. your like, taxpayer money that's being used for those lovely little lawsuits that in his personal oh, yeah. dime but you know y'all go off little supporters i don't think I anybody supports donald trump but you never know um,
0: anyone who listens to this god i hope not I just right don't want people do. I just don't want people to like interact with me at all on any level. Like I don't even want you to hear my voice to be honest. <laughs> like Republicans are just so mad that the election is not going their way because like there's nothing there's there's nothing fraudulent about having mail in ballots. Like y- y'all are just mad that black people were like actually able to vote this year. That's it. Wow, you're so mad
1: that black and brown people were able to get through voter suppression that's been weighing heavy on them for generations because, you know, states like Georgia and other areas actually rallied together to make sure that people had factual information, first of all, and were even able to register to vote. Where you've got dumbasses who listen to Lil Pump, who's not even registered to vote, who had the audacity to come out Emily. and support Trump. Well, Lil Wayne, we can't even start because Lil Wayne's been having his stupid ass. Lil Wayne's all about his money. He don't give a fuck. No, we he also can't it. vote. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> is people who don't vote, can't vote, aren't registered, don't even, will never take that step, who always want to try to, you know, get a demographic of people. I mean, just like Kanye's bullshit. He wasn't yeah. even running for president. He was a VP candidate on ballots. He wasn't even a presidential candidate. It's like... He was, wasn't he on the California ballot? Yeah, as a vice president a- Oh, it was president. for vice president? Yeah, it wasn't president. The, pres- the president... I didn't on even his notice. Head. It was like somebody Rocky something. And I was like, y'all got me all the way messed up. This man was literally blowing up social media for a month and he was a VP candidate. He wasn't even actually the head person on the ticket. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, we got a little... A few things to talk about, y'all. This isn't going to be a long one. We got a few things that we're just going to dive into together.
0: What are your thoughts? What are your, like, general thoughts and feelings about... The election in general I mean
1: um honestly I'm pleased with the results and I'm pleased with the number of people that went out to vote I will mm-hmm. say that um I was not gonna lie I was nervous I genuinely thought that in three days I was gonna learn that Trump actually squeaked by his people came out in record numbers I was thoroughly bracing myself for that and So um, that's my first point is that I'm glad that America seems to, for the majority at least, have its shit together enough to like come out and be like, no, we don't agree in that America, that Trump supporters, because I can't even say Republican Party. I know they support him because he is a Republican, but there's so many Republicans I know who voted democratically because they're not stupid and they have logic. And they know that in order to get their party back on track, they've got to get this guy out of there and get back competent politicians who actually have an agenda to protect the republic. Anywho, that's the first point. I'm glad the majority showed out, showed its face. The other point I wanted to make was just how stupid my peers are. I literally am just dumbfounded at the audacity people had to just spew bullshit on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Because someone, I don't know. I don't know who these people are believing. I mean, the fact that Fox News had to stop showing Trump because even they were like, look, this man is just lying at this point. That's not enough for people. And then people were chanting, fuck Fox News at the MAGA Million March that just happened. And I'm like, see, you guys were so vehemently- That's like, all they news, like, 24-7. And just because they oh. actually admitted the truth- <laughs> and actually were journalistically honest for once, they don't care and they don't like it anymore. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it just pissed me off because there was a lot of people from my high school who were very much, and not even just Trump supporters, I mean, people who had the audacity to come on Facebook, Maya, and be like, screw Biden, I'm not voting for him, I'm just not going to vote at all because you're not going to raise my taxes. And everyone who's commenting on their posts are like, you don't make $400,000 a year. What the fuck are you complaining for, bro?
0: Well, I know, but I hope
1: to... Yeah, and then literally the response, well, I know that, but I hope to one day. And it's like, one day ain't gonna be in the next four years for you. Let's be <laughs> fucking honest, first of all. Like, I'm just and I and I can't and it's like you spew that on the internet for your followers or friends, whatever you want to call them, to see. Then your followers slash friends are literally telling you, dude, we know you don't make that kind of money. Why are you over here tripping? But then when you find out it is Biden who wins. You want to be like, oh, I'm so excited. Biden won. Like, we got that idiot out of there. And I'm like, you were just talking shit 48 hours earlier. And it was just this election really just made me really disappointed in my peers. People who I spent time with growing up with are just people who we went to college with where I'm like, y'all just don't get it. And y'all are going to keep continuing to post this bullshit on the internet for people to see. And after that, just, um, I don't know, the big divide. The last point I have is the big divide of people who we're really excited about there being, you know, the first female black South Indian woman as a vice president in the white house. And then like the bashing from other people who are like, why do you guys like them? We can't like them. And it's like, you know, I I just want people to understand this is a small step towards what we need in order to actually get to where we deserve to be as a people. Um, And for basic human rights for everybody, like I'm not a big Biden fan. I'm not a big Harris fan either, but I know that in order for us to go in the direction we need to be in the next four to eight years, it had to be them. So that's the three points I really realized from this election, was just like people don't know accurate information. People definitely just, you know, they just spew what they want to spew. They just want to yell about what they believe, whether or not it's factual. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we just have a big divide still. Like it's just, we're just really a divisive country and it's really sad. And even within our own people who are quote unquote left, democratic, whatever word you want to use liberal there's still a divide because mm-hmm. half of us really don't fuck with these people who are, who are supporting us or representing us in the white house but we know it is what it is and then the other half of them just don't even want them to be in at all so those are my three quick points on my election experience which was just social media was a shit show and i don't trust people <laughs> no more and i've unfollowed a lot of people because they're just stupid and then i can't say anything
0: more like i can't i don't care i mean you gotta me protect not. yourself honestly But what about you, Maya? What did you learn from this election? The only two things that I really have to say, I I obviously feel some type of way about Kamala Harris being like even having the opportunity to be in the White House. Like, I don't know what these people are going to pull in the next few months, but I'm really hoping she gets there. Just because like I'm Caribbean and South Asian and I've never ever had representation. Mm -hmm. So for me to have representation as like one of the highest offices in the mm. country. It's, it is kind of a big deal. Hell yeah. Um, but I still, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still a Brown woman. Um, my parents are still Brown people That's who awesome. are immigrants and all of our family friends are immigrants. And you know, like I, I wish that I like cared more. <laughs> I got so many texts of like, because, you know, I grew up in a very white area. So I got like texts from like all these white people of like, yay, we won. And I'm like, I don't know why you're including me in the we, (laughs) because like, you're definitely going to get something out of this as you always do, as you always will do um, continuously from like every election. But like, I'm not gonna, my life isn't gonna really like get better based on who's in power. My life is only really improves based on like the people around me and like the community that I build, because like, I'm just not a white person. (laughs) So like, I'm happy for y'all, but like, I'm just not like, I don't really feel any type of ways towards elections and I never really have because I'm like, yeah, some things will change. And especially when it comes to like immigration laws and like, you know, people who like I do care about, like, I know that that some of these things do directly impact them like pretty, pretty quickly, pretty immediately. Right. Um, right. Because, like, think about Trump, like, went in and basically, like, reversed everything Obama did, which isn't to say that Obama didn't also, you know, like, do a lot of shit at the border and all of that. But, you know, like, it does it does make a little bit of an impact. And so I understand, like, what, what the election means for certain people. So mm-hmm. not to take that away from anyone, but I just personally don't. I'm just like, whatever about it. Honestly, I'm like, I'm going to continue doing the work that I've been doing, regardless of who's in office.
1: I feel like you're just a true testament to, you know, like you said, what's going to directly affect you is your own community and your own tribe and what's directly affected to you in your city. Like that's, what's really going to affect is like big businesses moving in and like, local taxes or just whatever the case may be, like, on whatever level locally. But, like, those are
0: really the things that directly affect us, and that's yeah. where, you And I'm know. definitely all about, like, local elections and, like, primaries and things like that. But, um, like, on a collective level of the country, I can't ever say that I've been invested in America or, like, believed in America, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I do hope that, like, the work that a lot of us have been doing for so long um, and a lot of the ways we've been like trying to educate people and how much like this system really doesn't work. Yes. Like I do hope that, that he makes it into the office. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, can we because just Because the do, Yeah. Here? Because I do, <laughs> I do think that I do think that it could help like push some things forward that people have had in the works for a really long time. And so like on a, like on a smaller level, I care mostly about like the local stuff, like you said. Yeah. But I also do care about, like, all of the people who are very much impacted by, like, how this country is run. And it's not just people in the U.S. Like, U.S. rule, like, affects everybody globally. So I do hope that it helps, like, push us in the right direction of honestly getting rid of all the systems we have right now and, like, improving them and changing them.
1: Hell yeah, especially that electoral college. I mean, the fact oh my the matter is, is that if we weren't still using this outdated system, Donald Trump wouldn't even have a leg to stand on in the realm of, you know, uh, delayed counting and the mail-in, pro- like all of that wouldn't even freaking matter if we could just get rid of that and just a voting system. So that's one really big aspect. That's a huge part of it too. Come yeah. Out of- If not this presidency, if not the next one, maybe the one after. I I have
0: a really hard time. I hope at some point in our lifetime, like, we will see a completely different voting system. I just
1: don't, I don't imagine it lasting longer than this generation. I just don't. I mean. No, me neither. Because I, I think even baby boomers down have realized the electoral college is just crap for the modern. It's just, we're not, we're not the same country we were when it was implemented. And I think we have to be able to, like, bend and adapt with yeah. the time. I don't, I don't know,
0: know I'm a hard time doing because that, the, the, problem, the problem is, though, like, ugh, there's so many things that are so outdated. Like, everything in our Constitution, all of our amendments, everything is, like, so outdated. Like, so many countries have rewritten their Constitution. And we just, like, refuse to do it because people are like, I want my gun. I'm like, I don't give a shit about your guns. You can have them, but, like, why can't we write something new? Like, what's wrong with you?
1: Because America's so goddamn traditional and prideful to a fault. But anyway, is there any other points you notice from the election, my dear?
0: I just, no, I just thought it was, like, very telling of, like, how this country is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like every once in a while this country really shows its ass and like election yep. years is usually it. <laughs> every four years we see what America it's really just is. So crazy. The divide. And I, and mm-hmm. I tell people this all the time because like, I do live in like a super, super conservative area. And even just like, even my mom, my mom was a Republican for most of her life. Yeah. Like when she start because people from Latin America are super, super traditional. Um, and people are always, like, really surprised by that. And, I'm, like, the culture is very traditional. Um, mm-hmm. Colonization really, like, hit them with the be Catholic and stick to, like, these rules and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's, I mean, I would say, like, a lot of Latinos are super conservative, but, like, I've had to have a lot of conversations with my mom that has taken like many years of like everyone in our family talking to her. Mm -hmm. Um, And Obama like completely changed everything for her. Like she immediately like voted for Obama without even a second thought. And so ever since then, it's kind of been like very different in the conversations we've been able to have. And so I just hope that people kind of like learn from this election that like there, there are some people who really like live and breathe racism But Mm -hmm. then there's some people who like have more conservative values who like don't even realize that they're not, they're not really disagreeing with you all that much. It's like maybe one or two things that they really disagree with you on. And those are the people you really got to like kind of talk to and be like, why do you think that way? Just like question them and challenge them all the time. Because there's also people who like claim to be liberal, who do like racist stuff or like will come at you with all these microaggressions and like be typical white people and are like oh but like I vote liberally and uh, I'm like I don't give a fuck like you're still acting like a fragile white person so honestly like have those I don't care how you vote like the conversations and the work that we need to be doing still needs to be happening regardless of how voting works because like the two parties really aren't that different so like you're not not achieving anything by voting you're voting for like republican and republican light Right. And these labels, it's the labels. It's all about labels.
1: Labels just fuck everything up. Agreed. Because I can't lie and not say, like, I would be a Republican if that party wasn't so fucking synonymous with racism and just, like, the audacity to take away basic human rights for all people. Like, I just don't understand why the Republican Party is so steadfast and being concerned about who marries who. It right. literally not affect the money that goes into your pocket every day or the food that you're able to put on your table or the safety that your family has on a daily basis. So like little things like that are why I'm just like, I don't know why people are so prideful and boastful in the label of what party, whatever. Cause I'm not all too happy about the de- Democratic Party too. Oh, no, and neither. some of the values that they want to push down people as well. So it's it's all those things, just like you said, I and I do want to circle back to your statement about Kamala and just the sense of like, for me as a pure black person, like, yeah, I've got shit down the line, but like straight up, I'm a black woman. To know that Obama could get there and now Kamala in both offices, I'm like, you can't tell me anything. Mm-hmm. I can do my own potential ceiling. I now know without a doubt in me, like if those two people can go through all the crap they had to go through to even get there to just run. And like, yeah, Kamala has her bad track record in the Bay Area. I know that. I know people who've been directly affected by that woman's decisions on what she did here. But at the end of the day, too, I'm going to be a champion for women who can get to high powers of office and can be face number two of our country. Like, this is going to be the number two of our country for the next four years diplomatically and abroad. It's a big-ass deal. It is a big deal.
0: Like, regardless of how you feel about this country and what it stands for and, like, the politics and stuff, like, it is a big deal. Um, and, And also, shout out to Cori Bush. Who yeah. also won a Senate seat? Um, I think I can't remember which states, but this election we've had like the most LGBTQ, um, yes. senators and I
1: think it's like six to eight actually.
0: Like, yeah, open- there's like Yay. an openly trans woman, uh-huh. non-binary as yeah. well. So like we did we did make some steps in this election, did. regardless of how you feel about the presidential election. There's right. also a lot of like smaller offices that are now like being occupied by people that. Will have an impact on those communities, so I am happy about that. And there, there like, are some things that we're happy about. Okay, <laughs> there are. And it's, it's not just like you don't have to just because
1: you don't agree with what, like Maya said, what happened presidentially doesn't mean that you can't be excited still about the growth and the progress that has been being made by minorities at large. Yeah, because, and we're still not done yet because Georgia still has their runoff Senate vote, and yeah, if Georgia can January. really come together. And get it together. And they're even allowing 17 year olds who are able to be 18 by a certain point to be involved as well. It would be a really, really huge deal for this country because the only way Mm -hmm. Democrats can actually get basic human rights for all and be able to have executive orders that actually go through is by having a Senate and a what Congress House that all just like we all have to work together and unfortunately with this divide of it being republican and democrat it's just nothing can That's the same thing if it was republican
0: it's just the same unfortunately yeah. for just oh, also they republican. they passed a law i i feel like it was in florida and i also feel like that's wrong because how could it be in florida but um they they passed a few laws allowing um people who had been convicted of crimes mm-hmm. um to start voting and i really hope that they overturn that in a lot of different areas because i would I, th- I think that's such a huge, like, overlooked population, and I just feel like this election felt different because of like the ability for a lot of people who have been overlooked for so long to actually be able to vote. Like, I don't even care how they voted; I'm yeah. just glad they were able to do it.
1: No, yeah, totally. Um, Gavin Newsom did come out and say that he thinks mail-in ballots should be a part of a yearly traditional thing because there are a number of states that do do that. You that's everybody that already mail-in. does that. I'm
0: a permanent mail-in voter.
1: I always have been. Yeah, but you have to check that you're a permanent mail-in voter. So oh, yeah, that's people, true.
0: Oh, they're yeah. going to make it automatic?
1: Yeah, because because of COVID, they were forced to, and now they're saying it needs to be automatic. So Newsom hopefully will push for that and hopefully, in the, you know, following, I don't know if it's going to be, I don't know when it's going to go into effect, if it does. But he did at least come out and publicly say that. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I would but love yeah. that. But yeah, I, I mean, it was a great thing. I mean, I posted on the internet, you know, I walked to my polling place. I waited until like seven o'clock at night and I took my mail-in ballot and I literally walked a mile to my polling place and I dropped it off and got my sticker and walked back. And it was a great night. I was listening to music, had Jupiter nice. and Pluto overlooking me. And I was just like, this is great because I'm thinking about how many people before me weren't able to do this. How many people fought, died, whatever the case may be. So that I was able to do this. And I just want everybody like as we leave with this to remember that people literally fought and bled and died for us to be able to just exercise our vote of who we want to support us and represent
0: us. And also both of us would not have been able to vote like 50-ish years ago. Yeah, we're going to just put it into a little, like, we wanted to do a little reflection of, like, the podcast, why we started, what we've learned. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You want to go
1: first, since I went first for the election spiel? Sure.
0: Yeah, I just, like, I was just reflecting on, like, podcasting in general, and I, when I worked in my nonprofit job, that's when I really started getting into podcasts. Okay. um, Because no one talked to each other in that office, (laughs) <laughs> um, and all of the people of color I would notice like always had headphones in mm-hmm. and it was because like, it was such a awkward, like workplace for us that like, we would all just walk around with headphones and listening to stuff because we didn't want to interact with our coworkers. Yeah. And so Do it was not- really funny. Cause like there was this one girl, um, I I'm pretty sure she was black American, but I could be wrong, but she was super cool. Her name was Janora and she always like wore, Like, she was so smart because, like, she knew it would get really cold in the office. She always had, like, these beautiful, like, wraps and, like, shawls and stuff. And she'd always have her headphones in. And she's actually the one that introduced me to the read. So, like, it would be this thing where, like, we all kind of had an unspoken agreement that if you were in, like, the kitchen with another person of color, like, we would take, like, a headphone out and, like, pause whatever we're listening to. Mm -hmm. And, like, we would talk to each other. We just, like, would put them back in if the white people were around. And so one day I asked her, I was like, oh girl, what are you listening to? And she was like, there's this podcast, um, called the read. And she kind of like tried to explain it to me. She was like, oh, it's kind of like a pop culture podcast. Like she was trying to explain it in, in the space of like the workplace, but like the Uh read is straight up like a black podcast. Like they open with like black excellence. Um, like it's just super black because like black culture is pop culture, but that is what it's about. Um, and then like reading people to filth at the end of that each episode. <laughs> and so she introduced me to that podcast. Um, and I started like really getting into podcasts after that, because then it starts like suggesting them to you. So right. like from them, I got like Tea with Queen and Jay and like Inner Hole Uprising. And so mm-hmm. that was like the only thing that used to keep me sane when I was working in nonprofit, because I would just like, I did not want to interact with any of my coworkers. Like even the ones that worked on my team, because we had probably like the most people of color on my direct team. Mm-hmm. And so there was like three of us that would hang out. And one of the girls was Filipino and one of them was black American. And so the three of us would like talk to each other when no one else was around. But other than that, I just got like super into it. And I always thought like, oh, I need like a big platform to start a podcast. I was like, I need like a certain amount of followers or like I need, right. like, a social media presence or something. Oh, ma'am. And it's just not true. I just don't care anymore. And <laughs> <laughs> And we were talking about representation of like Kamala Harris and stuff and like For me, I've just never had representation. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of, like, realized as I, like, proceeded into my 20s, I was like, I can just be that representation. Because, like, someone has to start at some point. Like, Mindy Kaling was, like, one of the first Indian comedy writers, like, probably the only female. She wrote the only TV episode of Diwali, like, that has ever existed. Right. There's never been another one. Um And so it's just things like that. Like she was just like, Oh, I don't see like South Asian people on TV or like, I don't see South Asian narratives. So like, I'm just going to do it. So I feel like I kind of was just like, whatever, I might as well just do it. Like, let's just be our own representation. So I'm really glad that we did it. I've learned a lot. I've learned about a lot about you. We've known each other for so long, but like just being on here every week has taught us so much about each other. And like, how we communicate and how we like feel about things and how we interact with other people. Cause yes. we're so different. We Even are, though we do have not. a lot of similar views. We have a lot of similarities, but we are
1: different. And then we're not, it's the, it's the best thing that I think definitely I've been able to also uncover from both of us because I mean, gosh, just from our community that we met in, yeah. I think
0: this has been refreshing for us to kind of, it's just so more. different. Mm-hmm from what we, like, were in, like, our little college bubble. Yeah. We're just such different a people. So I feel like this is, like, a good, like, this is yeah. our next, this is, like, the next phase of our friendship, basically. Like, we had our college phase, and we had kind of, like, our post-college but still involved with those people phase, and now we have, like, our podcast phase.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is, like, just, like, womanhood phase. Like, I, we're just yeah. kind of so far gone from That's just, true. like, and, you know, and it's, it's funny you say that because I've been trying to, like, hold on to that, part of life for so long and that is what this podcast has definitely taught me is like I do not need to hold on to people or situations or relationships or dynamics just because it's nostalgic just because it feels good just because it makes me remember like a happy time like memories are memories for a reason phases and like moments are those for a reason yeah that's definitely a good aspect that I've learned since you said that so thank you for saying that
0: okay what else because I'm done Oh, you're done. Okay.
1: I, um, I've learned so many things. I've just learned how much I just like sharing and just talking. And the thing for me is I have had people reach out to me from college and my hometown who I haven't talked to in years Mm -hmm. who have been like, thank you so much for talking about this topic on your podcast Um, You either opened my eyes, you allowed me to like have some courage to talk to my parent about something. You have allowed me to address the friendship that needed to be addressed. Like there's been so many moments where at least just one person has reached out for a topic we've discussed and been like, thank you. I needed that or whatever the case might've been. And that was a big part for me is I always share, like I'm just a natural sharer. Mm I don't think I'm an over-sharer, but I just think I'm a natural sharer. And I think it's nice that I can talk about something that's actually real. And it's not just like my Instagram stories of like, this is the song I'm listening to, or, oh my God, you guys, this funny, weird thing happened. Like that's basically mm-hmm. all I do on Instagram.
0: Or just like but- the normal things that you share when you like, when you first meet people, there's always like that standard conversation of like the things that you share. And there's always certain things where you like get a little bit more in depth and you're like, I'm okay with this. Because like you said, like we're very naturally like, Open people, but not like fully, fully open. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: and this has just helped me too. I think I've always been a good public speaker. I've always been someone who's not afraid to just talk to people. But this has definitely allowed me to see like how far I can take it and how far I'm willing to go. And just like, and for me, like I can be kind of like into myself and shy at moments. But then, like for the most part, I'm not that at all. It's probably like twenty percent of my being is like this person wants to stay in a shell. But I yeah, saw a tweet I, yesterday that said,
0: I'm not shy. We just have nothing in common.
1: <laughs> oh my God. And it's like, and because of that, I'm just not going to say anything. And you take that as shyness. And I think that is like, I'm protecting- I think that's
0: like also a really normal th- thing for like people of color is like, if you don't, if you are in a space where you know you don't have anything in common with a lot of people, you're not going to talk. Yeah. And I'm, like, a person where, I'm not like, going to put myself in a situation where like, I'm going to have trauma after this. <laughs>
1: right. And that's my thing is I try, where like, if I'm a person, if I say something and no one else like wants to respond to it, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Thank you. I tried. I got my headphones in. I'm going to just be here. Like y'all, y'all can continue your conversation. Yeah.
0: I'm happy alone. Thank please. you.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so I've definitely noticed that. And, um, you know, the other thing I've noticed too, is just I don't know. It's funny that we talked about representation because I've seen so many people be creative during this pandemic. I've seen so many people force themselves to go out of their comfort zone because they Mm -hmm. had to, whatever the reason may be. And, and this has also taught me too. like, there's so many people who are close friends of mine who I would have expected to like dive into this podcast and like hit me up and we would talk about it and like, they Mm -hmm. are not doing it. And it's these people that I don't talk to, who I don't spend a lot of time with, who I haven't engaged with in a long time, who are the ones who are like actively listening to it or whatever the case may be. And I remember there was a moment where I had texted Maya and I was a little upset because I was like, I don't feel like we're getting the promotion we should from like our tribe or like just our community of people who would engage or who should be engaging in Mm -hmm. this. And I remember Maya very, you know, was like, listen, girl, we are not them, though. We're not those other podcasts or those other people who are discussing topics or things like we're talking about real shit. That probably isn't going to be everyone's cup of tea. And the people who clearly are vibing with it are vibing with it for a reason. And like, we just got to keep that going. And that was important for her to like, censor me and bring me back down to earth and realize like, comparison, what's the saying? Comparison is the
0: thief of joy.
1: Yes, thief of joy. And that is very true because I've been having so much fun recording this podcast. Like we said at the beginning of this, like it was a part of our weekly scheduling, like posting on social media every day. Mm-hmm. And like I know Maya and I are trying to like we're trying to responsibly take our break and cleanses from social media. It can just be really overwhelming, especially when there's just so much negative news in regards yeah. to our communities. It just becomes a lot, I think. But that's those are the things I've learned. It's just it's easy for me to share. I mean, I'm going to start other ventures because of this podcast. Like I'm excited. I'm possibly in the works of a second podcast and then a YouTube series. Like I'm just trying to do all the things right now while I have the time. And it sucks because I'm literally applying for jobs and I know an interview is going to come soon enough for a nine to five. And so it's hard to be excited about these creative products, (laughs) like knowing, well, products, projects, knowing that like sooner or later, my time is going to probably be taken away from me because I got to start making money again. So yeah. But, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to dive in it as much as I can and spend as much time as I can with it. But yeah, those, those are definitely the things that we've learned, which are great things. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're back doing it. Ugh, Me I miss too.
0: It. Yeah. I, I just like, I'm glad that we stuck with it. And I think we, I think everyone, like, no matter what you do in life, you always like, you like, you, you do want your flowers, right? Like you want people yeah. to recognize the hard work that you're putting in. And like, I've just been an artist my whole life. Uh that's never really been something that I'm like, oh, I expect recognition from these things. I just like, I've, I've struggled so much with like my mental health over so many years that Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is honestly the only thing that like gets me up and like gets me through the day is like to create. So like, I'm just glad that, that we're doing it regardless of like, if we have thousands of downloads or like thousands of social media followers, like I don't even care. I'm just glad that we're doing it. I know. This, it's kind of just like therapy for
1: us, honestly. We just talked about so many subjects that I think I don't think realize were important to me or that I needed to vent about or just get mm-hmm. my opinion out or of that,
0: like, I didn't think that other people thought were important either.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you something, and that's what makes me feel so good when I get a random DM from someone and they're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I heard what you guys had to say this week and it was great. And I'm like, see, thanks are... Or just people who aren't black or brown. Oh, my God. The fact that I had somebody actually reach out and be like, you are literally making me look at my whiteness in a completely different realm. And I feel like I've probably been a really bad white friend to my black <laughs> and brown friend. And I'm trying to get my shit together. And I'm like, Good. you haven't been a bad friend, but I appreciate you just having that self-awareness of like, yeah. okay, hold up. What have I done to hinder, you know, cause it's not mm-hmm. enough. You guys have a token black friend who like lets all your things be okay. That's just one person who's just letting you fly by without having any accountability. But yeah. All right. Our last topic then that we're going to touch base on you guys before we get out of here. The next topic that we're going to get into you guys is what's keeping you grounded right now during this officially eight months into a pandemic. Oh I gosh. think we're a pro cause what is this 11? We started in three. Yeah. So eight months.
0: <laughs> Good math. I don't know what month we're in. I have to ask people the date every other day. I'm like, what day of the week is it? What's the date? The The one restaurant I've been going to
1: is during the pandemic. Every time I'm there, I'm like, is it Thursday or Friday? Is it Saturday or Sunday? (laughs) They're like, Caitlin, get
0: it together. And I'm like, I don't have a job like you people do. So, uh, the only thing keeping me on track (laughs) is that my parents are working. And so like when it's on Friday, my mom will be done kind of like, I say early, but she starts working at technically her first meetings at 7 and she usually doesn't stop working till like 6 oh hell no yeah so like when i say early i mean like she works like 7 to 4 instead of 7 to 6 then <laughs> you're like oh it's friday mom's oh, no, off so early. today's friday i guess
1: yeah um, that's why i need to have a calendar of my boyfriend's job hours and stuff and i just go by okay what are you doing today that's how i know it
0: yeah i finally like put a calendar up in my room and one of um I mean, I'll, I'll just say now, like one of the things that, that does help me is like at the beginning of each month, I like design a different thing on my calendar with my little yeah. like, whiteboard. I just yeah. draw little things. So right now it's like a little Diwali theme. So there's like lamps drawn all over it and stuff. Um, and I do like a different font cause I love doing like different like font styles. Like I just go on Pinterest and i I like look at the different alphabets and I just like do different fonts. Um, so yeah, that's, that's that helping me cute. a lot. I just have,
1: I have three different colors and I tried to do a turkey. That did not work out well. I asked my boyfriend to draw a turkey and either he didn't hear me or heard me and was like, yeah, no, I'm okay. Um, Cause you know, he's the former art major in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So I would, could get me by. I mean, I drew a pumpkin for October and I bought two pumpkins. Those are my fall decorations that I've added to my home were two pumpkins.
0: I actually bought, so A couple years ago, I bought these little like pumpkins because I thought they were so cute. They're little ceramic pumpkins, right? And I thought they were just decorations, but they're actually salt and pepper shakers. Nice. And I've just been using them as little like ceramic. They're so cute. And I couldn't tell for like a solid year that they were salt and pepper shakers until someone came into my room and was like, you know, this should be in your kitchen, right? Like it has holes on the bottom and everything.
1: like, no, I actually didn't know, but I'm going to keep using them as decorations and stuff. Thank you so much. I love that. No, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. What's been keeping you grounded? What's been keeping us grounded? That's a great question.
0: Yeah. It's also
1: a tough question because like, am I grounded? Yeah, and I was just thinking that. (laughs) As I was searching for an answer, I was like, am I honestly grounded? No, Um, yeah. I I do think though what's keeping me grounded is um, I talk to my parents a lot after work. Um, it's definitely this pandemic has allowed me to have the time to talk to them on every other day basis, because if I was working and running around right now, I mean, when I was working, it was talk to my parents on my, you know, shuttle from Stanford to the train station. And like, maybe if my mom could still hear me, I would still talk to her on the train and like, that Mm -hmm. was it. But now it's like, okay, my parents literally were like, well, we just paused our TV for two hours to talk to you. Can you hang up? Because we're trying to finish
0: our HDTV. And I was like, Don't okay, Don't you my love bad. it when you become an adult and like all of a sudden your parents aren't clingy anymore?
1: I'm you like, know, it's know what? A funny thing. But then it's like this weekend I didn't have service my parents didn't hear from me for 12 hours and my mom just assumed I was dead on the side of the road somewhere or like beaten to a pulp. And I was like, yeah, no, I was fine. Just 12 hours you didn't hear from me. But anywho. <laughs> Yeah, my parents have kept me grounded just because I've been able to talk with them and just, I think like detox and just like update them on, you know, things I see or whatever. And my boyfriend too has been really great. I think this has been a really good time for our relationship actually, because we are having mm-hmm. to spend so much time together that we still have disagreements, of course. And like, we definitely have moments, but it's, I think it's easier for us to communicate and to like be angry and then mm-hmm. like come to and be like, all right, moving on. Like we have that moment Let's figure out why and go so, yeah, those have got That's me grounded, sad. my relationship and my family. And I i don't really know what else. I mean, like, honestly, the podcast, like, I don't know, having something like a structure, that structure mm-hmm. for the last, like, three months, I think really did help me. Um, And I definitely feel like this last month, month and a half, I've, like, just let myself go and got lazy because I didn't feel like I had anything to kind of, like, look forward to. So, Yeah. And That's it. That's the only answer I've got in my head right now is just those two entities plus the podcast. I mean, I'm taking music has kept me grounded too. I have been very thankful for new music coming out and just all of my old favorite music because I'm able to just put on my jams and just like rock the hell out. Like nice. I'm gonna literally start posting Instagram videos of just like hashtag black joy of me just like dancing to my favorite things that's and just being clean. like, Here's 30, 60 seconds of me just like wowing out. And hopefully you remember to dance around too. Yeah, I'm just going to do a Black Joy series. I'm just going to be your new Black Ellen DeGeneres who doesn't bully (laughs) people that help her through life. Like the fact that she still got that People's Choice Award for TV host makes me giggle. But anyway, that's That's me. my My two answers that are answers, but the rest of my answers weren't really answers. So yeah, what about you?
0: Um, definitely a routine. I would say the most important part of my routine that like reminds me that there's like a world outside of myself is like cleaning my freaking room and like watering my plants because like I actually, and also partially walking my dog, like having like living things to kind of like look after that are not myself. Okay. Um, helps me then in turn, take care of myself because I'm like, why are you taking such good care of your plants? And not yourself, Maya. Makes no sense.
1: That's really um, good.
0: So it's good. Like, I check on them every day. Like, if you're not talking to your little, like, banditas, like, what are you doing? I feel like not a plant mom. Like, I talk to them every day. I have, like, um, I have my little icy queen here on my yes. table. It's actually a snow queen pothos, but I call her icy girl because, you know, sweetie. Of course. That's her name. They all have names. They all have different like shower times. Like I give them baths. Like it's just really fun for me. I walk my dog every day. Like I have a routine in the morning with her. Like I come down and I like make my breakfast and I work out and then I walk my dog or I'll walk her and then work out. So it's like keeping me on track of like taking care of other things. Mm -hmm. Um, it's helping a lot. And then the other thing is like volunteering, which I've been a little slacking because my parents were traveling. So I was like waiting for a little while just to make sure that I don't like put anyone else at risk, but it's been a nice way for me to like get out of the house, spend some time like by myself and then interact with like the people that I'm volunteering with, but Mm -hmm. then like not feel like, you know, everyone, it's like a pretty quick process because a lot of what I've been doing is like delivering groceries or like, you know, driving food back and forth throughout the County or whatever. Cause that's like a majority of what, the mutual aid I've been volunteering with has been doing. Um, and so just being able to like go and talk to them every week and grab the food and then just like go drop them off at different people. Mm-hmm. And people are so like grateful. And it's so, it's just like so quick and easy, like the most minimal thing that I could possibly do. But yeah. that also like kind of just helps me get through the week of like, I do get to leave the house and have some interaction with people. So I'm not just like here going crazy. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, no, seriously. And I think that's why like I've done a little bit of traveling in like the last four weeks because I was like, okay, I got like a sale from Southwest. So I was like, whatever, I'm gonna use it. And then my my was my best blah blah It was my best friend's birthday. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there, guys. Sorry about that. But it was my best friend's birthday. And I was like, look, mm-hmm. bitch, let's go to Vegas. Like people are doing it. We'll have our mask on. If we feel uncomfortable, we'll just stay in our room and just like yeah. go to a restaurant and then just like stay in our room. Um, and you know, we Which,
0: played a little the bit food of, in Vegas is so underrated. They have the best buffets and, and I don't even, we didn't go to any of the buffets. Um, I, I don't I'm even not open. know. If I was just going to say, I don't know if they're open. The food they're is, I'm up. just saying like the food is really good there and people like, right, don't yeah. give it credit.
1: No. Yeah. And so, you know, we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves with our bougie nets when it came to the food and the champagne. Um, but that kept like that keeps me grounded too, just like having those little moments of like, okay, I'm just gonna do my own thing alone. I don't have to be around all these people that are here and like just spending time with certain people because there's been so many changes going on in my life too, with like people moving, like so many mm-hmm. people have been moving out of the Bay Area. So I yeah. feel like full anyway that like even just like directly San Jose, like people are leaving San Jose and going to the East Bay or they're like going to San Francisco because it's cheaper there. So like my little community of people that I would have had to hang out with anyway is just getting so freaking small that like, and I don't even know how long I'm going to be here to be completely honest because at yeah. the rate of how things are going. I might be a California girl for another year before it's time to pack up and mm-hmm. go somewhere else. But yeah, I mean, like you got to see your like, friends. It's pushing
0: you out of your comfort zone for sure. Like even me, I don't like making new friends. I'm like a no new friends ass bitch. For sure. sure. I hate making... <laughs> I've been there, but there's a few people who, like, just happen to have moved to San Diego while I'm living here. Yeah. Who I met this year. So now I'm like, oh, I actually have the opportunity. Like, it's not a coincidence that I'm stuck here and these people who I, like, bonded with this year are, like, also moving here. It is not a coincidence. Yeah. I've been trying to, like, I think step out of my comfort zone a little bit in that space and be like, okay – you're, you were planning to move across the country anyway. So like start practicing making new friends now.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. And that's the thing is, um, I know we all get really judgmental and I know I was super judgmental at the beginning of this pandemic in the way that people were moving because I really did right. not understand why people couldn't sit their asses at home from mm-hmm. March, April, May, and June. It really didn't make any sense to me and even to this day, like I'm still seeing people doing a lot of excessive traveling, where it's like every week they're going somewhere new. I and still feel say. like I'm
0: doing so much more than I was. Like, oh yeah, we didn't with ago, but I still don't. I still only leave my house like once a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like we weren't leaving the house though. Those first yeah. three months of the pandemic, we were like, uh-uh, we ain't going nowhere. It's don't touch me. Don't be around me. Like my boyfriend yeah. ha- was working a job still because he was essential. I was like, I'm gonna just nah. But like we can hang out with people. And you know, like, and it's, a, it's such a hard line to walk right now, because it it's is. like, you want to support your local economy, right? You don't want these small businesses to close. And in order for them not to close, they need business. But then it's like, you don't want to be out in the world. willy really net, You know, like, you're just not giving a fuck, because you still have yeah. to give a damn when you're out, you know, like, I get so irritated when I'm out in a restaurant, and people are just like, super drunk, laughing it up, yelling and screaming. And I'm like, your mask doesn't have to be on right now because you're at the table eating and drinking, but you're just like yelling and being obnoxious. Mm -hmm. You're not even being mindful of like, we're still in the middle of pandemic. Like just bring it down a notch. Right. And so I don't know. I just want to encourage people like you can see a couple of people I mean the rules haven't changed. Small groups of 10 or less still maintain your six feet apart, wear your mask when you can. I mean, getting testing now has become increasingly easier than it was at the beginning Mm -hmm. too. There's So many more places to get tested rapid tests that give you the results in like a matter of minutes or hours. So, I mean, there's so many things we can keep doing because I promise y'all, when Joe Biden gets in the office, we shut him back down again, at least until March. So like, he's already- to do it too. (laughs) Me too, because he's already been like, if we can do this for a solid six weeks, I promise y'all, like you will see things change and we can start to get back to it. Um, cause I have people who made plans for 2021 thinking that America could get their shit together and we could, you know, live our lives again. And it's really looking a little bleak right now. So I don't know. So, you know, don't be bullied into just sitting inside the house and not doing anything. You can still walk outside and get fresh air and
0: go on a walk or a hike or yeah. hit a park and have a picnic. But also don't be bullied into hanging out with people if you don't feel comfortable. That
1: is true. Are, don't be
0: bullied at all. Do what don't you want to bull- do with what's
1: safe for you. Exactly. I mean, I've had people who are like, in order to come to my birthday, you'd stick a COVID test. And I'm like, all right, say less. Like that ain't nothing for me. But you know, mm-hmm. there's also times where I'm like, listen, I don't feel comfortable going to Sunday fun day in a bar because yeah. you're going to be yelling at football at the screen. And I don't want to be around your hot breath right now. So, I mean, <laughs> there's all these things, but yeah, just do your best to just stay happy and content right now because the holidays are coming up, which are already traditionally a really sad time for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Lots of trauma and heartbreak and just loneliness consume this time anyway. So reach out to your friends. If you guys ever need someone to talk to, hit us up on our Instagram. If you guys know Maya or I personally, I'm sure you have our contact information. We're always here to help you guys out. But yeah, yeah thank you guys for sticking with us. If you're still here, if you're new, welcome this is uh we're gonna probably turn it up a little bit of a notch i'm assuming we got a couple details we got to iron out before we record our next episode but we're gonna some subtle changes maybe a couple little different things but yeah i'm excited to get back to I um, can't wait yeah I, so
0: thanks for thanks for sticking it out and welcome back welcome back and adios have a great day week
1: wherever you're at, at by the time we post this out. So. <laughs>